So, letting you know right now, we are recording this podcast in a coffee shop that is named It's a Grind, not It's a Slow, not It's a Movement, It's a Grind Coffee Shop in God, California. And that is why you hear the awkward sound of folk or country music. I do not know how to necessarily decipher between both genres of music playing above me. What is going on with you? Welcome to the Greatest Voice Podcast, my comrades, my dummies. If you do hear the faint sound of a younger gentleman of Caucasian origins voice in the background, that's Liam. He's one of the coffee men. What's up, Liam? Liam, can you hear me? Liam, okay, he can hear me. <laughs> Liam is going to be the background noise for this episode of the podcast. It has been a while since I've been on here. I've just been so busy. I'm slowly but steady starting to move away from Twitter and move my audience to Spotify, to YouTube, to Apple. And uh, I would love for you to accompany me. A uh, shout out to everybody who's listening to this podcast on Apple, on Spotify, or any of the platforms, Google Podcasts. I just learned Apple following on there. What's been going on with y'all? How you been? I have been, I have been distant. I haven't been here for a while. What has been going on with my beautiful people who have been listening to the podcast for the longest time? I apologize. I've just been busy. Um, I've been on vacation. I've been on vacation. I went on the first cruise I've ever been on in my entire life. I left my country for the very first time in my entire life. I went to three countries outside of my own. Um, I'm going to spend this episode talking about that experience because it really did change my life and it changed how I look at how I live my life, particularly my love life. And, um, it was a lot of experiences that it was a lot of experiences that happened on that boat was a lot of people that I met and a lot of things that I heard, a lot of words that were code to me, a lot of compliments that I was given. They let me know that I have really not been living my my best life or living my life up to my own standards. Um, first thing was is, um, I did not know that Mexican people were so brown. <laughs> no, nah, but all serious is, um, we stopped in Cozumel, Mexico. We stopped in Falmouth, Jamaica. We stopped in Georgetown, Cayman Islands. I was really excited to go to Georgetown and Cayman Islands because that was one place I had dreamed of going to my entire life. Like I've been fascinated with the idea of going to the Cayman Islands since I was a child. My mother brought me this, bought me this World Almanac book and this Guinness World Records book. And I always used to go in the book and just read about all these world records that were being, they were being um, had in like in areas in the world. Like you know, I, I've always been fascinated with those regions of the world. So. I was ecstatic to go there. Um, let's see, where should where should where should I start the story at? I guess um, I guess I should start the story. Where was it like? What was it like being on the cruise ship? Let's start with there. The cruise ship to me, being on a cruise ship, being on a cruise line was called the Liberty of the Seas, and it was sailed out of the Royal Caribbean. It sailed out. Of, sorry, it sailed out of the port of Galveston, Texas, but it's under the Royal Caribbean Enterprise. It was an amazing experience. It honestly was a reminiscent of being on college, being at college on a boat. Just the experience of like going to the nightclub on the boat at odd hours of the night and odd hour of the night and then coming coming after that and going to the coffee shops to eat pizza. It reminded me so much of my years at ASU, bro. Like when I would go to like parties and kickbacks and clubs with my friends and then you would go to the um, you would go to the dining halls and still be open like dominoes and just go oh my god it's a puck puppy but like you go to the dog that's a cute dog you go to the dining halls and eat dominoes because dominoes was open for 24 hours like it reminded me of that like and then like going on a cruise show going on a cruise is interesting because the whole the i can't speak for all cruise lines but 
as far as for Royal Caribbean, the boat is built like a the boat is built like a city. Like you go to a certain level of the boat and you see like stores, clothing stores, dining areas. You have all these dining halls. Honestly, in a lot of ways, I'm gonna keep going back to what I said. It's honestly like going to it's like a it's like a sailing memorial union on a boat. Like that's how I thought of it. Like you go to the, just all these dining halls, all these food spots you can go to, all these clothing stores. Like it's it just was dope. And then like then when you're on the boat, all the people that work there, the I, I guess they try to give you this feel of it being an exotic cruise linery. So, huh? You can you can come on this if you want to. You, you can come on. You can come on this if you want to. I, I already told the people that you're in the background, so they can hear you saying you're okay, and they know you're not okay, Liam. They can hear you say, but nah, um, but nah. Um, what was I gonna say? It just is. It's just amazing, man. You. You're in this totally different world. It's this totally different vibe, and like you're, it just was fucking amazing, bro. Like I, I was honestly, I thought I was gonna have to take some pills for depression when I got back home like yesterday. Like I was really just, God knows, um, the people that are your servers, that are your cleaners, that are your waiters, they're all from different countries. Countries different from yours. Like for example, the woman lady, the one lady who I built a really cool bond with, the lady who was cleaning my room, she was from uh, Nicaragua. She was hella cool, hella cool ass lady. We used to, we was vibing and kicking and talking and stuff like that. And it's funny because like I gave her one of my voiceover cars and let her know I do voiceover, right? And so when I give her one of my cars, I gave her one of my cars and I guess she took it upon herself to go tell the whole service crew. So when the Jamaican dudes came in after when she wasn't cleaning to clean my room for me, he was like, "Yeah, young boy, yeah, young boy, yeah, yeah, the boy with the voice, the band." I was like, "Yeah, I was going, sir. Yeah, young boy, yeah, the one that my name, they got the voice, the man who gonna be the announcer." And so I told him, "Oh my, I started, I did like a little demo, like yes, yes. So I'm gonna do like voiceover. My goal is to be like one of those guys who's like an announcer, just like the." Who does like that? Yes, and I'm here now doing it, etc., 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 etc. News read point one. So then he was like, Oh, young boy, yeah, man, you're gonna, you're gonna eat, man, you're gonna eat, you're definitely gonna eat the food, you're definitely gonna eat the food, you're definitely gonna eat the food. And it was funny because I, I guess he explained to me that's Jamaican slang for, you know, you definitely gonna make a lot of money. And it was just dope, man. Shout out to, shout out to the service crew of uh, Royal Caribbean, shout out to the lady who actually was my, um, you know, when you go on there, if you go as a family, you have a, a, an appointed dinner table for every night. Shout out to Charmaine, our, our, our personal waiter at the table. She was great. Charmaine was lit. Shout out to her and everybody else from the Philippines. They're great people. I actually tried to get Charmaine's number, but she's apparently engaged to somebody who came before me. I'm not going to state any names because I do know his name, but we're just going to say he does not deserve her. Um, that's That That was an amazing experience. Um I guess if I could say anything about the boat, what I would say, what I would say about the boat is, um, it's just a good experience. I, I, once again, this was my very first cruise experience. So I don't, I, I, I don't know how many of my experiences are just amazed at the fact that I was on a cruise ship versus if you go to a different line, like carnival or any other cruise ship lines, you know, there might be some other amenities that I didn't have. I can just tell you, I was pleased. Perfect. I love the room service option. You can order any food that you want to. Except that just knowing that there's going to be a gratuity fee of $14.95. Now, I do think I personally feel that to add a gratuity fee per a room service plus a room service fee, I do think that's a little bit extensive. I do think that's a little bit much. But at the same time, you know, hey, at the end of the day, we order. <laughs> I remember the fifth night, me and my cousin, um, me and my cousin, uh, I had this girl over. And so he ordered like, you know, he, he, you know, I just had the girl over. He was trying to be in the relationship. So he was trying to do his own thing. I ordered like fifth, I ordered like four orders of hot wings, one cheesecake, two quesadillas, 
and like two other plates of food I forgot. And all that was like all that all together was like twenty one dollars at best because it's the room service fee plus the gratuity fee. So it was uh that shit was lit. Like that that was cool. I don't really have any complaints with the boat because the thing about when you go on this ship, when you go on Liberty of the Seas or going, again, I'm assuming with most cruise cruises, it's so much that you can do. Like you can go flow riding, you can go rock climbing. I ice skated for the first time in my life on a freaking ship. Like that blew my mind. I ice skated for the first time in my life like that. That blew my mind. Um, you can go to plays. You can go see a stand-up comedian. My last night on there, I went to see this one stand-up comedian live. And he actually was very funny. I, um, I think his name was Kevin Garcia. Very was very, very funny. I'll give him that. Very, very funny. Um, I went to see uh, I went to see uh, uh, um, Littlefoot. Littlefoot. Uh, for those who don't know, it's that, that cartoon movie about like the Bigfoot, Bigfoot people that... It's that one Bigfoot who tries to prove that humans exist and humans are called Littlefoots. But um, I went to see that. I just I just had such a it just was it was it was a transformative experience. It was bro. It was like I'm gonna keep saying the same thing. It is so much like going to college for seven days because if you go to a real university like the one I attended, if you go to Arizona State University. If you go to Colorado State University, if you go to where my friend Liam in the background goes, he goes to UC Santa Barbara. Ain't that right, Liam? Hey, he can't hear me. Okay. If you go to UC Santa Barbara, if you go to UC Santa Barbara, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to have those. You're just going to have all those options for different experience. Like this, you got an LGBTQ club on the boat. Like it's, it's so much you can do. It's just such a like a, a my raid of just the opening of all these different experiences. It's very transformative. You'll go on that boat. You'll go on that boat, especially if you're young, and learn a lot about yourself. Like it, it, it is very, it is very. It is it is a very interesting experience, and it's also cultural experience, like culturally opening, not just what you meeting the people from different countries, but you meeting the people from different states. Like, I lived in Alabama when I was younger, when I was in my teenage years, but I haven't been there since I was seventeen. It's been a long time since I encountered people from the southern region of America in mass numbers, because the ship sailed out of Galveston, Texas. The majority of Americans on the boat were from Texas, and. They were just so charming, just so charming. I met some great women on the boat. I met the women on that boat, the w- girls that I met on that boat, and one in particular, I won't say her name. She probably knows who she is. Changed my perspective on dating girls from California so much. I, I, I'm, 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 I'm just being real. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of done off of it. Um, that was amazing. Uh, freaking, it just was, it just was a great experience, bro. Like. So the boat itself, that's what made the boat dope. You have all these variety of options to do. Even the food. The food was amazing. I can't remember going to any food place where I was really just... Even with Sorrento's Pizza, there was this one place where they have they more or less 24 hours pizza. Pizza served at 3 p.m., 3 a.m. And it's pretty good-ass pizza to be all-you-can-eat pizza. Like, it was... Like, it was... It was good pizza, or even this uh, cafe. The cafe, it was good because all the food is all you can eat. All your food, all, most of the food is all you can eat unless you make some like crazy order. Like if you go to the all you can eat restaurant, but you order lobster. But for it to be all you can eat, way better than Golden Corral. Let's talk about it. Golden Corral is Golden Corral has been trash. Golden Corral been trash. Sizzlers is okay, but Golden Corral has been trash. This was the best option. I saw the best option for all you can eat food on it. Like it was, it was amazing. They did a good job on that. Um, so that's just with the boat. Um, let's go on to the islands. The first island I went to I went to Cozumel, Mexico. 
No, we went to Georgetown to Cape. Georgetown. No, we went to Cozumel or no, we went to Cozumel, Mexico for the first. No, where we go to first? Cozumel, Mexico was the first spot. The first spot. Yeah, it was Cozumel. Cozumel was the first spot. Beautiful place. Beautiful land. Great people. I did not know that when you go to Cozumel, people from that region are so much more darker. It was amazing. That shocked me. I actually want to do some research research and see if those were the Afro-Mestizos that I read about in college. Like the people who are like Afro-Mexicano. I was curious to read about that, but I'm not for sure if those are those ones. But beautiful people. Just great people. Nice. It was this one girl. I got to ride the dolphins there. When you go to this place called Chacata Beach, you have the option to ride the dolphins. I rode the, rode the dolphins. That was lit. Um, the only complaint I have about that that beach, Chacata Beach, the waters and guessing Cozumel, Mexico, is the same complaint I'm going to have about uh, it's the same complaint I have about Georgetown, the Cayman Islands, and it's the same complaint I have about Jamaica. That water is so, so, so salty. Pirates of the Caribbean does not do it justice. The saltiness of the water can drown you alone, even with you not even, even with you losing breath. It was a few times. I remember when we went to uh, Georgetown, Cayman Islands. I ro- I rented a jet ski. It got to a point so bad where the, the salt was burning my eyes so bad when I would fall in the water. Yes, I fell a few times. I had to get my sea legs on the jet ski just a little bit. It burned my eyes so bad at a certain point that I was about to tell the truth. I was about to I was about to be like, bro, I gotta get out this water, bro. I can't handle it. But just sticking with the let's just stick with Cozumel, Mexico. One thing I learned about Cozumel, Mexico, I will say this, and this is this is a direct message to all people of Mexican origin. I do not want to hear anybody from my country talk about how terrible American food is anymore. Because when I went to Cozumel, Mexico, they make American food terribly. Now, the food that's from Mexico that's there, the beef fajitas, the carne asada, was amazing. Greatest Mexican food I've ever had in my life, by far. But their hamburgers, their... How do you fuck up french fries? Like, I... It just tasted weird. Like, the meat tasted weird. The fries tasted all bland. Like, I don't I don't know what they think American taste buds are like, but we can taste we can taste food. I know, I, I know, generally speaking, if you do go to more white restaurants, you're going to see where they make the food a little bit more blander than ours. But, like, we... I was that shocked me, but the food—the food that's actually from there, like this traditional Mexican culture food—it actually was really good. Like, best Mexican food I've ever had in my life. But just do not eat their hot dogs. Do not eat their hamburgers. Do not eat anything that you would order at Jack in the Box or Carl's Jr. Because you would be really disappointed. Now, if you if you already ordered at Jack in the Box, you're going to be semi disappointed just off GP. But if you order there, you're definitely going to be disappointed. So that was dope. Um. The part where we got to ride the dolphins, that was lit. Um, it felt weird. It felt weird to ride a dolphin. We we, felt, we, we, we paid the package. We, we got to ride the dolphins, and we got to pet the manatees, which is kind of weird because when you see the manatees, they look so, from afar, they look so ugly. But then when you get close to them, they're really, like, they're, they're kind of cute. Like, they're like they're like sea cows. Like, their skin's so slimy, though. It's, it's weird because be, I've been wondering what the hell that slime is. But they have these whiskers, they have these whiskers in their mouth. They're just they're cute. They're gigantic. They're, just, they're really like gigantic, gentle, just gentle seals. Like they're beautiful. They're, they're really nice. The dolphins are are cool. The only thing I didn't like about interacting with the dolphins is when you interact with the dolphins. Just just for my this was just what I think is you can kind of t- you know dolphins are pretty smart. Dolphins are actually like one of the most intelligent creatures that we have in this planet, under humans. Obviously, you can tell that they that they don't want to be there. 
Like you can tell this is basically slavery. Like I'm be honest with you. Like when you when you see the trainer interact with the dolphins, when you can see how the or dolphins doing the tricks, they're not doing the tricks with happiness. Like you can look at them and tell that they're really depressed to be here. Like they don't want to be there. And then on top of that, like I asked from the trainers when I was on the beach, like how far can they go outside of the outside of the tourist area? And they just keep them in this insulated spot that's probably no bigger than a Walmart parking lot. And maybe that sounds kind of big to you, but if you're a fucking dolphin that's used to swimming in the wide ocean, you don't want to just stay in a fucking 100 meter by 100 meter area. Like, you want to swim and go somewhere. And even then, I'm saying 100 meter, but I'm pretty, I'm being pretty generous with the measurements. Like, it's really, it's really depressing. So that's one thing I thought about. Even with the manatees, like, the manatees, they keep the manatees in an even smaller area, and that's even more depressing. Like, so... Stuff, experiences like that is kind of why I don't like going to zoos anymore because, in essence, all you're doing is going to jail. You know, it's it's kind of depressing. Now, granted, you could make the argument that a lot of those animals, had they been in the wild, they would have been prey. But at the same time, it's, it's just kind of sad. So, that was cool. But, yeah, we got to ride the dolphins. That that was cool. It's weird because their skin feels their skin feels so small. I don't know. They're such beautiful creatures. But like I said, when you when you're there, when you're seeing the trainer interact with them, you can tell that the dolphin don't want to be there. Like it's like it's like it's like how if you go to like Starbucks, like even if you go to Starbucks, like if you go to McDonald's, you can tell you can tell the person who's giving you your food or taking your order they really don't want to fucking be there. Same way with dolphins. So that was cool. We were on each of those islands. That's the only thing I don't like about the cruises. When you go to each of those islands, you're only in those islands for maybe like like six or seven hours, and you can't explore a whole island. Wait a minute. Yeah, you can't explore a whole island in six to seven hours, so that sucks. So that was what it was like when we stopped in Cozumel. Um, you know, I always heard that whole thing about when you go to Mexico, your dollar equates to like eighteen pesos. I don't really, I didn't really get to feel how that was because the, uh, after we'd already spent like after my aunt and uncle and I already spent like eight hundred dollars for us to do all that stuff at that beach. We went to this clothing store called Hard Rock. And, like, their clothing was, like, 899 pesos, which in, like, I was about to say human dollars, which in, like, an American dollars was, like, I forgot, it was, like, maybe, put it like this. I'm not paying uh, eight, eight, I'm not paying 899 pesos or whatever the hell that is in American dollars for a freaking shirt for a brand. I don't know. I'm just being real. I'm not doing it. But that's all we did in Cozumel, Mexico. It was beautiful. I was really fascinated with seeing the people because, I, like I said, I had never seen, I had never seen Mexicans that look like that. Like, I had seen them before, but not in... Like, you have to go there and see. Like, it was very interesting. I remember my friend in college told me a long time ago that when you go to Mexico, the Mexicans that you see in southern Mexico look totally different than the ones that you're used to seeing in California. But when you actually go see them, it's it's it's, it's actually it's actually it's something to be shocked about. But like, I was surprised. Um, so that's the first. That's that was how Cozumel, Mexico was. When we went to um, when we got to go to Georgetown Cayman Islands. That was different because, for one, we had to take a boat to the Cape. They didn't have a pier open, so we had to take a boat. That was an interesting thing. I was very excited to go to Georgetown because I, I'd always wanted to go to the Cayman Islands. I just, I've always had, I was just always fascinated with the idea of going. It was cool. The beach we went to was amazing. Um, shout out to my uncle, well, I guess my uncle now, Joe Marquez, for paying, paying, for our, our, paying for our jet skis. It was a great experience. I got the jet ski for the very first time in my life. The beach we went to, I forgot the name of it, but it was amazing, bro. I didn't like that you had to pay to pay to use a freaking... One thing about these islands, let me tell you something about Caribbean people. They know how to get every dollar possible for everything that you could do on a freaking cruise ship. They they charging you for just using the dang the chairs with the umbrella. They charge you for just the chairs and the umbrella. When you go to... The, that's one thing I'm going to tell you about these people. 
they know the value of their goddamn beaches. Let me tell you, I don't care which they're gonna charge. They'll charge the, they will charge you to use a freaking cup holder. Like I'm telling you, they're not playing about their beaches. Like, but um, I got the jet ski for the first time in my life. That was that's a very intense experience. Like I would not mind that being a mode of travel for a long time. Like for me to have to travel, for me to have to travel across places using a jet ski, I would not mind having to do that. That would be amazing. Um, I really enjoyed that. Like on, on a on a very very just primal level, it was so fun. And I, I guess I guess far as like with there, that's all I can say. I really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed the water. The one thing I will tell you, when you go to the Caribbean, when you go to these waters, do not that water is beautiful. The water in the Cayman Islands is beautiful. It's clear. It's pristine. It looks wonderful. I almost wanted to get a glass of it. Do not be fooled though. That water will burn the, sh the, the, the that water will burn your eyes and your mouth so bad it is not even funny. Like you can like. Which I understand because that's like that's like four or five hundred million years of just fish poop, but it is so like when you go to the beach in California, water don't burn your eyes like that in California. It don't. Now granted the water in California, it's at our beaches it's less clear it's less clear than there, but you know, that that clarity comes at a price. Like it it it, it, it is something to think about. Like that water when I was riding the jet ski, I fell like four times. Maybe five. And <laughs> I remember I think on the fifth or fourth time I fell one time and I was like, bro, this water burning my I was like, this water burning my eyes so but I was like, bro, I gotta I gotta freaking go, bro. Like I I gotta get out of this, man. Like this is this ain't comfortable. <laughs> it burn cause it just burns like I like I, Pirates of the Caribbean doesn't know just movies do not do justice about how irritating seawater salt water is. Like it is it is something to be it is something to experience. Like But um but uh, what I was about to say, what was I was about to say, but moving, moving past that, that was an experience. That was definitely a noteworthy experience. Um, um, see what else happened. It was intense. I guess that was the experience that came when I was. That was wonderful. Um, I guess this episode I'm just gonna do about the experience of the cruise. So that was wonderful. When we got to Jamaica, Jamaica only stayed in the tourist area. I kind of felt weird about the Jamaica because Jamaica, for one, I felt the people were kind of standoffish. I did get that feeling. I did get the feeling that the people in Jamaica were a little bit standoffish. I did feel they kind of were just straight to the point like, hey, buy this or go, buy this or go. I felt like they were kind of in a, kind of in a rush like that. I did feel like it was kind of funny that like I see the most common hustle in Jamaica is woodcraft. Like their, their biggest hustle is like, they're not hustle, but their biggest thing is they make beautiful sculptures and stuff out of wood that's their main thing like i went past but like in that tourist area i passed by like 37 shops where they making stuff out of wood so i guess that's a big thing there um i didn't get to explore the island like i would have wanted to my cousins that did they told me that they were they they didn't really have a good experience because they their driver drove really slow he got i guess he got hit by this pedestrian this dude's car and when the dude got hit like 10 dudes hopped out the car and was like trying to fight so that a very traumatizing experience not to mention they were also in the ghetto so you know it was a very traumatizing experience for them i feel like with jamaica i probably would have to go visit jamaica on my own time because my experience of it more or less was this is kind of negative i guess so I, I can't really speak highly of that but it was a great place um you know I, like i said you know i, I gotta go there on my own time but I really enjoyed the Cayman Islands. I really enjoyed Mexico. The cruise ship is... 
I highly recommend. I've never been to Carnival. I've never been on the Carnival shit, but I've been on World Caribbean. This is my first time, and I have to tell you guys, this was an amazing experience. I highly recommend it. All of you guys, if save your money and go. Take if you have the money already, go. It's an amazing experience. I'm thinking about making payments to take it, take a Royal Caribbean again for my birthday in September. Like you, you, when you're on that cruise, you feel it. When you're on that ship, you feel at home. Like me walking those rooms, it just, it just was a good experience. But like, it's like, it's honestly like going to college on a boat. Like, I, cause, and I say that because it's just like so many things you can do: flow riding, rock climbing, ice skating. Go do karaoke. I remember we used to go to the karaoke bars there and you see all these people. It just was so, bro. It was like going to Arizona State University all over again, bro. Like, it was just an amazing experience, bro. So, that's my opinion about the cruise. Um, as far as having a transformative experience, it transformed me because I made so many love connections on that boat. And maybe that's something I could tell you. Like, it will make you look at dating a lot differently. For me, it was transformative for me because. It made me look at the women that I'm investing time in and I'm giving my attentions to a lot differently. You know what I mean? Like, it made me really realize, like, bro, like, I can do a lot better. Like, I'm, a, I'm an attractive guy. I'm tall. I'm handsome. Like, I made me feel like I don't have to keep settling for any woman that's just going to give me a, a few texts or someone who just looks good next to me. Like, I can do better. Like, you go on that boat, you meet people from who are going to school as well to be nurses, who are studying to be archi architects. Like, you meet such... You meet such great people on that boat that it makes you look at it makes you look at your relationships a lot differently. It makes you look at the people who you invest time in a lot differently. It just is different, man. It's, it's, it's just it's just it is something to be remembered and it's something to be treasured. So I highly recommend anybody go on this cruise ship. That's my review of the cruise. Now, with that being said, after this episode. This is going to be the this is going to be the last episode I talk about the cruise because I don't want to just spend all of my content talking about this experience but i just highly recommend all of you guys go now tomorrow we're going to get back to the regular stuff that we always talk about on this podcast the the stuff that we usually talk about what's going on in the news is going on with my thoughts you know sociology etc 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 much love and peace and chicken grease this is the greatest voice podcast i shall see you i shall talk with you and i shall be with you later